It's the 2022 World Cup. It's Iran's players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and today we'll be looking at Iran's squad for the 2022 World Cup. We interrupt this media cast with a bold and slashing edit and a brief introduction to the shortened player series. It's basically the last section of the full-length version. Uh, There we examined the formations up until June 2022 and we also went through all of the players who had recently appeared for the national team and judged their likelihood of making the squad, as well as giving information on their history and standing with the squad. But for this media cast, we have washed all that chatter out and we're panning down to the nugget. We hope it incites your interest in the full-length version, the link to which is available in the show notes. So now, uh, joining in progress... All right, well, that brings us to the end of the uh, player-by-player discussion. So we move on to talk about the squad. And in fact, uh, if we return to our... um, our kind of takeaways from the podcast we did during qualifying. Uh, these are mostly kind of at the team level uh, rather than at the player level. But uh, uh, is Asia catching up? Well, Iranians are certainly hopeful uh, given how close they came in 2018 and um, given that Asian teams are uh, passing uh, more in recent times. And Uh, given that the Cup is in Asia. Um, But again, a question remains. They're hoping that this tournament will be be like 2002, a tournament where uh, it takes place in Asia, so uh, Asian teams do well, you know. Uh, Iran, of course, one of the teams hoping to pass the group stage for the first time in their career. The other question we talked about is, uh, do they have a regional advantage And you saw how many players have played for uh, teams in Qatar. And uh, I imagine the climate is is, uh, to their advantage compared to uh, other countries. And um, we'll have to see if that pans out. The other kind of uh, issue at the team level to think about is uh, the new manager, uh, their new old manager. So uh, Carlos Queiroz. Uh, was their manager in the 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, Gotta say, I don't see a lot of changes having been made uh, uh, among the managers, the the two managers they had in between. And so I don't imagine he'll come in with sweeping changes, uh, but rather, you know, he may bring a couple of players back. Uh, He just started in September, so we have no evidence, no game evidence. It'll be interesting to see in September uh, if he brings any players back or if he seems to favor um, uh, certain players. But uh, for now, it looks like that the the changes aren't uh, going to be sweeping. And uh, tough to say if it'll make a big difference or not. Again, it'll be interesting to see those September games. Let's take a look at uh, some of the players now, and we'll begin with uh, club affiliations. So we saw probably their biggest uh, club affiliation there was 
uh, Ardor Asmoon playing for Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, but we also saw that a few players uh, are with AEK Athens in uh, uh, in Greece, uh, which is a pretty respectable club. And then as far as European clubs go, um, we have Mehdi Tarimi with Porto, so that's uh, also a bigger club affiliation. And a few players playing for smaller teams abroad like um, uh Syed Manesh uh, with Hull in England, Ansi Farad with Ammonia in Cyprus. I might have forgotten to give his club history, but he's with Ammonia. Uh, Sam Angodos with Brentford uh, in, in England, and uh, Jahan Bakas with Feyenoord um, in Netherlands. And uh, defender Mahi Hosseini is with Kayserispor in Turkey. Uh, but most of the players seem to play for either Persepolis, uh, Esteglal, or or some of them for Sapahan, which seem to be the three biggest clubs uh, in Iran. And kind of like, um, maybe not to the extent of Mexico, but it is a healthy home league. So, um, um, you know, uh, players seem uh, players are not like anxious to get out of um, the home country and play for for kind of European teams uh, as much. And we also see they have a bit of an affiliation with clubs in Qatar, especially uh, Al Ali and Al Ghaffara are probably the two clubs that uh, we see the most. Um, we see the most. Uh, so I wondered at the beginning whether that was kind of a, uh, you know, kind of planning ahead to give them some experience in uh, Qatar or whether that just kind of is, is uh, lucky and kind of works to their advantage. But I do think it will be an advantage. Okay, let's move on to uh, some of the uh, statistics that I've been putting together. And uh, the first one is the total number of candidates uh, that a team is looking at. So uh, they have uh, roughly 53 players who have been called up since 2020, which is which is basically the the consideration for this category. Uh, 53 players. So um, it looks like uh, that's that's about average. 52 is the average, and basically what I get from this statistic is how stable. Uh, the squad is are they trying out a lot of new players and the answer for Iran is no they're not actually bringing in a lot of new players kind of sticking with their veterans um, uh, but their veterans uh, they do have a few on the way out there so that number is actually um, uh, I, I don't know I've lost my train of thought <laughs> Anyway, it's not really um, a, a significant statistic. Uh, the number of candidates who are uh, definite or likely is 22. That's actually um, uh, average also. So the average is, is 21. Uh, but it does seem, again, uh, a stable squad, not in terms of the same players starting all the time. Uh, what Iran tends to have is more... Uh, like, let's say there's two uh, central midfield position, and they'll have uh, three, three or perhaps four players rotating in and out of that position. So it's a fairly stable squad 
um, in one sense, but um, not so stable in the sense that players are playing in the same position all the time. That's not the case with uh, with Iran. There are a couple of positions where where um, uh, it is a kind of a stable player, the same player playing the positions, but otherwise it's uh, there's a lot of movement, uh, but among a limited number of players. Uh, the candidates who are definite, likely, or possible are 34, so that's slightly higher than the average of 32. So again, not really a meaningful statistics here. It's uh, when when teams have a very high number or a very low number, it it's more telling. However, for uh, for Iran, the uh, bit, a bit more significant is the average age. 27.7 so that's quite high um in fact one of the highest of the 12 teams that i've done these stats for the average is 26.4 and generally between 25 and 27 so uh, they have a lot of players who are uh, quite senior uh quite senior here average number of caps is also above average uh, which makes sense if they're a bit older. Uh, uh, that's also 27.7, and the average is uh, 26.3 uh, for that. So we can see them as a kind of a mature squad there, and I'll talk a little bit more uh, about that. Hang on, I'll mention it now. Uh, for average age, uh, for average age, we have... Um, uh, Omid Ibrahimi is 35, but he hasn't been playing with the team much. We have um, uh, about eight players who are above, uh, no, nine players who are 30 or above. So uh, that, that's why the average age is quite high. And at the other end of the scale, we have two players who are 21 years old. And these are among the uh, definite, likely, or possible players. And then the next youngest is 23 years old. Um, uh, there's just one 23-year-old and uh, 24 and up. So uh, not a lot of uh, young players and quite a few older players. So I don't think that'll be a problem for this cup, but it does look like they'll have to do some refreshing uh, after this cup. And um, actually, the Asian Cup follows quickly uh, on the heels of this. They have moved it to the summer of uh, 2023. It's usually in January, but they, they don't want it right after the World Cup. But uh, I wonder if Iran will do some refreshing after that. In terms of caps, by far the player with the most caps is Haji Safi. He has 119 caps. And then uh, Ansari Fad has 92. And the third highest player is uh, Vahid Amiri with 66. Um, and in this case, we do have quite a few players who have 10 caps or less uh, among, among the players that we listed. So that would be uh, about 12 players with 10 caps or less. So uh, given what we saw with age, it seems like Iranian players kind of joined the national team uh, quite late. And we did see that in some of the player-by-player -player, uh, analysis. Uh, moving on to goals, I'm not sure uh, how to interpret this statistic, so I'm kind of looking out for a better way to do it. But the total number of goals among the players, uh, um, oops, 
the total number of players among the ones we've listed are uh, is 148. So again, it kind of stands to reason that that's higher than average, quite a bit higher than average. The average is 108, but because they have um, a lot of older players, um, uh, that's not really a surprise. However, uh, you know, it, it is still a lot of goals, so we can see them as a scoring team. I guess 24 goals against Cambodia over two games maybe uh, skews that figure a bit, but they are uh, kind of a stronger team in their region and score a lot of goals. It works out to 4.4 per player, and the average among the teams I've done is 3.5, so it kind of suggests that they're a scoring team. Okay, let's move on to players and issues to watch. So uh, in defense, we have a bit of a question as to whether Bayran Vand or Abed Zadeh is going to be the starting keeper. Uh, Abed Zadeh did take over for four or five games there in the second round of World Cup qualifying. And uh, Bayran Vand wasn't injured uh, for those, but um, uh, whatever their reason was, uh, it could have been to give uh, Abed Zadeh some experience, or it could be that they're thinking of him for a starter. But the fact that there's a new coach, uh, a new manager in place, may influence that decision. Personally, I think they're going to start with uh, Baron Vand as the starting keeper. But there is a bit of a um, a bit of an argument for Abed Zadeh. Uh, also, in defence, as the um, Interesting story of Khalid Zadeh, who came back to the team after long absence, but then uh, was listed as injured. However, um, my most recent information suggests he's recovered from that injury. Uh, but because he started most games in central defense, it's kind of an important issue whether he is uh, fit or not. So as in 2006, they seem to be struggling with a few injuries coming into the cup and uh, Iranian fans will hope that it's not a repeat of 2006. Uh, the other issue in defense is the left defender. Uh, Mohammadi nailed it down for a while but um, uh, but then uh, kind of seemed to lose it so uh, lose the position so um, uh, other players came in from different positions to fill uh, to fill in so a bit unsecure it kind of seems like a position that's up for grabs as opposed to the right uh, defense position uh, which is really held down by uh, by the one player okay in the midfield i guess one of my questions is uh, is the kind of rotation that iran does better than having kind of a, a starting 11 it's almost as if they have kind of a starting 15 or 16, um, which is kind of the way things are going with uh, teams playing so many games. So it could mean that, you know, players are less prone to injury or are fresher because they're not playing all the time. But it also could mean that uh, it interrupts the team, the teamwork of the team if you have different players uh, on the field all the time so it'll be interesting to see uh, how that how that goes and whether it changes under under carlos queros but uh you know it was the same way with queros during the 2018 cup so um 
the truth is that uh, I think uh, I'd have to be more intimate with the team to be able to make a judgment on whether it's for the better or whether they should settle on a more predicting starting lineup. Uh, okay, in attack, uh, the goal scorers. This is more uh, players to look out for as goal scorers. So Asmoon and Tarimi uh, score most of their goals. So look for those players to be getting the goals. Uh, Ansi Farad seems to come in late as a substitute and scores plenty of goals. So uh, a bit of an interesting uh, position uh, he plays. And Jahan Bakesh also uh, uh, chips in with some goals. However, uh, Iran does get goals from players all over the field. And uh, I think I forgot to do the analysis on goal scorers, so uh, I'll just uh, uh, tell you what I've got. Um, Asmoon is an amazing 63% uh, uh, in his goals. He has 40 goals in 63 games. So that is a very high uh, scoring percentage. And so uh, Tarimi is, is, is 46%, so almost a goal every two games, uh, very high. And Antifar, uh, sorry, um, uh, and, uh, and if I'm losing it. And Sarifard, uh, despite being a substitute most of the time, still scores a goal, uh, one goal every three games. So he has 29 goals in his 92 cap and has a 31% uh, average there. And they have a couple of players who, uh, who are over 25%. So some of those forwards we talked about, um, uh, actually, Goli uh, Zade is a right winger now. He's uh, 25%. And uh, Kave Reze and uh, Jahan Bakash are both above uh, 22%. So uh, they're looking good for goals and and, uh, and um, could get them all over the field. Okay, let's look at some of the new players. Um, and none of them have really... Um, made it into a starting position on the field. So most of these are at the portable and a couple at the likely level who I'll point out. But um, Araf Agassi is a central defender and we're going to see they're going to need to bring one or two of these players. Um, uh, Araf Agassi and uh, Araf Golami and Farshad Faraji uh, all central defenders who are uh, new to the squad. We gave a full bio in the player-by-player -player thing, but um, uh, these guys don't have a lot of caps for the team, but they've been on the bench. Uh, a new player who we consider likely is Salah, Hardini, uh, so Salah Hardani. And um, he, uh, yeah, he's, he's 24 years old. So as I said, a lot of players joining around kind of join them uh, at a bit of an older age. And actually the next one, the possible candidate, uh, Daniel Esmailifar, is um, 29 years old, but he got his first cap in 2022. So we will consider him a new player. Um, he's been on the bench enough to be considered a possible candidate. Defensive midfielder um, uh, Milad Sarlak, uh, is the one of two players on this list who we consider a likely candidate. Uh, but again, he hasn't um, 
started much, but he's been on the uh, on the bench or subbed in quite a bit. And then uh, Amir Hosan Hossein Zadeh uh, is an attacking midfielder just coming into the team. He truly is young at uh, 22 years old, so um, uh, kind of working his way into the squad, as is uh, Alayar Syed Manesh, who, who um, has played for Fenerbahce in Turkey and recently moved to uh, Hull in England. He's just 21 years old. Uh, so a few new players to choose from there, uh, but um, a bit of an injury risk uh, uh, for him. Hamstring injury, but he's expected back in late September. And we have a few players who are uh, injury risk to the dread of Iranian fans. Uh, Shoja Kalilzadeh, uh, um, he would be a definite candidate, um, except uh, he's been injured uh for the last two and um sorry i can't remember off the top of my head what uh, uh what his situation was yeah as i said they don't have him listed as injured um anymore but i believe it was uh um just trying to remember what the injury was anyway it doesn't matter um uh, Vahid Amiri is a real worry uh, for them because he's he's um, a very important player on the left side. He has a, a fractured back, but uh, he is expected to return in October. Uh, so they will definitely hope that he will. Um, then two possible forwards, uh, one of whom we mentioned above, uh, Kave Reze, uh, uh, a young player but considered a possible candidate with a fractured fibula so um tough to say whether he'll recover from that injury in time however alayar syed manesh uh, is expected back in late september um so uh, uh also a likely oh sorry a possible forward for them okay let's move on to um Let's move on to uh, notable absences. So I said during the full podcast that uh, I kind of have the feeling or have some indication that Morteza uh, poor Alaganji um, might be making it back onto the squad. Perhaps he's favoured by, um, by the new manager or by the old new manager. And uh, but uh, he did last appear in June 2021. Uh, however, Pedro Montazeri, um, the other uh, central defender, does seem to be retired, last appearing in 2019. So all, all of these guys having had uh, lots of caps for the turn uh, for the team. Uh, Ramin Re, uh, Rezaam, uh, right defender. Um, last played in November 2019, he had 44 caps. And uh, central midfielder Ashkan Dejaga uh, last played for the team in October 2019, and he had 58 caps. And finally, uh, Masud Soje um, last played in 2019, and he's 38 years old, so uh, unlikely to come back, but he was their captain. 
and had 87 caps. So uh, actually all of these players are still playing at the at the club level. So with the new manager, there is an outside chance uh, that they would be called back. Let's finish up with the uh, predicted starters then. So we'll just kind of copy our list of uh, players uh, in and then go through them. And we'll mark the starters uh, for those watching on YouTube uh, in a green highlight and the substitutes in a blue highlight. So uh, we begin with the manager, Carlos Queiroz. He came back uh, having coached the team in 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, two managers coming in to replace him after that, but then him being called back for this cup. So we would say he's definitely uh, in there now. Among the goalkeepers, a bit of a question with Ali Reza Berenband uh, and Amir Abedzadeh. We would say, um, uh, I think Ali Reza Berenband has... Um, uh, is the is the most likely to be the starter, but I think there is a shout for Amir Abedzadeh, who um, who did start a few of those round two World Cup qualification games, um, and then uh, the third keeper, um, maybe um, a couple of candidates there for that. You can look at the uh, the extended podcast or the full length podcast for discussion about that. Uh, among defenders, uh, Shoja Khalidzadeh. Um, we consider a starter, uh, and I found out that his uh, his problem was a um, a hernia, uh, which uh, lasted from March to June. So, uh, kind of a long term problem there. But uh, he's not listed as injured now, so uh, seems to have recovered from it. Uh, Hosseini Majid, on the other hand, uh, remains injured uh, with a calf problem. And uh, there has an unknown injury return date there. So uh, even if he comes back, though, I would probably see him uh, more as a substitute and Hossein Kanani as the starter alongside uh, Khalil Zadeh. But again, the new manager might have favorites and, uh, and come in uh, there. But Hosseini would definitely be the first backup. And we have three... Uh, possible candidates and usually teams bring uh, around five central defenders so a couple of those possible candidates are likely uh, are likely to make the squad um, yeah uh, like we we saw that they had 34 players on the definite likely or possible so they're going to have to cut that down to 26 but you need more than three uh, central defenders among them. Hassan uh, Hachisaf, he's a real veteran for the team. He's listed as the left back, but he plays all over the field. Uh, but recently hasn't been playing, uh, hasn't been playing that much. So uh, I'm going to put him as a substitute here. Uh, I, I think we think he's likely to make the team, um, but. Um, uh, it, it, he may not uh, be a starter anymore. Um, okay, and uh, Milad Mohammadi, uh, same. He did kind of hold down the left back position uh, for a while, but then it kind of went up for grabs again. So a few different players have been playing in that position. So we can't say that he's going to be a starter. He only started five of their 16 games since 2021. So I'm going to put him as a substitute, likely to make the squad 
um, but as a substitute. On the right side, though, it's it's um, uh, on the right side, though it is uh, definitely um, Sadek Mo Mo Moharami, uh, who seems both a definite candidate and uh, a starter. However, he has a fairly regular backup in Salah Hardani. So uh, we're going to put uh, Hardani as uh, as a substitute there, a pretty solid substitute, likely to make the team. Uh, in the midfield, uh, moving on to the midfield, uh, we think um, so, uh, Eza Tolahi uh, is a definite candidate and also a starter. Uh, in the midfield, and Omid Nurafkan, uh, same thing. Those guys are both listed as defensive midfielders, uh, as is Milad Sarlak. But Milad Sarlak, we think, likely to make the cup, but he, he would be a substitute. Uh, but actually, the main central midfielder recently seems to be Ahmed Nuruhali. Uh, so uh, we have three three starters kind of in the central and defensive midfielder. But as we've said, they do uh, kind of move around a lot or rotate. So we think um, they'll basically be starters, all three of them. Though listed as a left midfielder, Mehdi Karemi uh, kind of uh, roves uh, over the field more in the forward position. But wherever he uh, is, we think he'll be a starter. And on the light, right midfield, Ali Reza, Jahan Bakash uh, will be a starter. He's been starting on the left, actually, recently. And so um, uh, he, may, uh, he may actually appear on the left side um, there because they don't really have a, a, a left winger, a player coded as a left winger who starts a lot. Uh, we also think right midfielder Mehdi Torabi uh, will, is likely to make the cup, but probably as a substitute. Uh, Ali Golizada is a right winger, and he seems to be the right winger now. He doesn't have any tournament experience, which is what the grey means if you're looking at the YouTube uh, version of this. Hasn't appeared in a tournament, but he has been in that position regularly. Uh, and increasingly through World Cup qualifying. So, um, among the forwards, we start with attacking midfielders. And uh, Vahid Amiri is kind of all over the field, actually sometimes playing as a left back or a left midfielder, and sometimes in even on the right side. Um, well, he is a kind of an injury concern. But if he's fit, uh, we think he'll be a definite and a starter. But uh, if he is not fit, um, they'll have uh, a bit of a struggle. So um, yeah, so Vahid Amiri, I was trying to look up uh, a bit of information on him, but uh, uh, I'm not able to. OK, uh, Saman Godos. Um, kind of halfway between a starter and a substitute. So he might get on as a starter, but I'm not really confident about it. So I kind of went down the middle and said uh, uh, he's going to be uh, a likely candidate. Uh, he's a likely candidate, uh, but kind of um, not dead sure whether he'll be 
uh, a starter or not. Okay, and then among the forwards, uh, Sardar Asmoon, uh, no doubt will uh, be a starter. It would be kind of a shock if he wasn't, although he didn't start every qualifying game. Uh, and Kareem Ansari Ford, I'd almost say a definite candidate to make the team, uh, but he's a substitute. He always kind of, kind of comes on as a substitute uh, throughout his career for the most part and uh, scores a lot of goals nonetheless. But um, I think we'll see him coming in, uh, you know, maybe for the last 20 or 30 minutes of games and continue on in that role. So there we have uh, what we think will be the starting lineup. So we'll see if there's any major changes in um, uh, under the new manager in their September game. So that brings us to the end of the podcast or the the media cast, I should say. And uh, thanks so much for uh, listening. And uh, keep in mind, we'll be doing that update in uh, early November, early to mid-November, um, once the preliminary roster, uh, once the final rosters are uh, published. Uh, meanwhile, keep an eye on us at Soccer Files Canada. That's Soccer Files with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. And our website, soccerfiles.captivate.fm. It's on the uh, YouTube video. And uh, check our show notes because I've been improving those recently. <laughs> so there are lots of uh, links to our websites and previous podcasts and uh, just uh, good information. All right. See you next time. Bye-bye.